You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rocking and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Check your iPhone, better say it's our time. I don't even need a watch. I don't even see a clock. Soon as I walk in, it feels like... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the NXT Rundown. I am your host, Ginger. And this week, a very, very special guest. John is here. How are you, John? Um, Reasonably well. You know, didn't have to watch Dynamite, so there was that. That's always a plus. <laughs> Just throw, throwing in the dig for... Uh... For, for the people who appreciate those things. Uh, oh, yeah. And, I don't know. Like, uh, looking at recaps, I'm not sure if I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get plenty of digs on uh, AEW, I'm sure. Yeah, so yeah. Show, we throw them in all the time. <laughs> and so do they on their show. Yeah. I mean, it's impossible not to throw digs at them in reality. You know, cause just, just to piss off their fucking, their stands, you know, their cult. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, so, uh, so welcome to the NXT Rundown. I think this is me and you's first time doing a show together, just the two of us, I think. I think that's right, because uh, the one other time I was on NXT, Troy was here. Ah, yes, yes, gotcha. Okay, cool. Well, welcome aboard with my, for me, if running the ship this time, <laughs> it's going to be a heavy one. we got lots of waves, you know. Short mm-hmm. ship's going to be a little rocky tonight, but. <laughs> that, that, you know, such is life. <laughs> so here we like to discuss, you know, maybe our personal lives. How is everything going on at your end, John? Uh, it's just been a heavy work week for me, so not a lot. Uh, not a lot that's exciting. Just, you know. Now, are uh, you able to talk about what you do for work? I forget if you've mentioned it on the network before. I honestly don't know if I have either, but I can talk about it. I work for, like, um, they call themselves an integrative pharmacy, but really they just sell, like, supplements and shit. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's like there's no, like, actual, although we, uh, we are being purchased by a pharmacy. So oh. now we're going to actually like have like the combination of like all the sort of like natural supplements and bullshit that we sell, and then like the pharmaceutical side of things will be uh, coming in from uh, I don't even remember Medley might be the name of the company that's buying us. Okay. Uh, and uh, they're apparently like much better at the pharmacy side, but their retail sucks. So they okay. they want to basically just absorb our retail into their business model because we do that apparently better than they their efforts so 
it's a whole thing. So you sell knockoff dick pills. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And a surprising (laughs) amount of sex toys. Wow. Like, more than I would have guessed. Um, (laughs) That that was actually uh, something... Uh, that came up at the end of the day. Uh, people were just like gathered around looking at something in a Nile, and I walked over and went, what are we looking at? And it's an oral sex st- simulator with 12 power settings. Nice. And I'm like, I'm just like, all right. And it's waterproof, so you can, I guess, bring it in the shower or something. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, gotta do what you yeah. gotta, You gotta get it done when you gotta get it done. Yeah, yeah. And I mean... You know, we, we, we both have that way because we have children, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the worst thing that, I, uh, that I've that i seen there, uh, yesterday I was in receiving, which is basically just like, you know, when, when shit gets delivered before... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, cinnamon lube. Hmm. Well, I know there's berry and, like, shit like that. Yes. Cinnamon. But, yeah, like... If it's actually if it, there's actual cinnamon there, I'm not putting that anywhere near my business. Like, <laughs> like no, thank you. Oh shit, that's fantastic. So knockoff dick pills, John works for confirmed. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, kind of a shitty end to my night in a way. Um, I walk into my bedroom to throw my basketball shorts on to get comfortable and all of a sudden I look over right under my pillow and a giant cat shit sitting on my bed oh shit yes that sucks exactly yeah yeah not fun uh so I knew exactly which cat did it because you know she's a fucking bitch so (laughs) I grabbed her and just fucking I didn't put her nose in it but just over it so she could smell her own fucking stink and be like don't you fucking do this ever again. I will right. fucking throw you outside. So, that sucked. <laughs> that That is entirely fair. That sounds... Yeah, not, not even a little bit good. Yeah, the cat's lucky it's still in this fucking house. Because I was fucking furious. And of course it was on my side of the bed, too. Yep. <laughs> right good. under my pillow. And I was like, you motherfucker... If it touched my pillow, that cat would have been gone because I love my pillow. <laughs> so, but besides that, on my end, nothing really. Honestly, it's been a fucking slow week here on my end. Still waiting on my tax return. Still haven't received that. Jesus. So, but I did get my 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 child tax credit. Did did, did you get yours yet, sir? Uh, I actually don't because I'm not the one who claims her. Ah, gotcha. So, uh, okay. I, I I assume that it was received, but uh, doesn't doesn't come in for me. That doesn't happen. Nah, nah. I, I I am not the one who gets the financial benefits. Ah, well, that's bullshit. Yeah, you know, life is like that. <laughs> yeah, shit happens, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just ask me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I mean, we're we're kind of gonna kind of zoom through this but uh little we do have more news than we did on tuesday um uh we got news today that lana will be joining a cast for the surreal life on vh1 i wonder how many nip slips will happen on the show from her 
Right. Uh, so... VH1 is rebooting its reality show, The Surreal Life, which originally ran from 2003 to 2006. Um, other uh, people involved in this will be uh, Dennis Rodman, Stormy Daniels, Frankie Muniz. Where the fuck has he been? Oh, shit. Kim I Coles. I don't even know who the hell that is. Uh, Tamar Braxton is that Tony Braxton's son or daughter? I, I, I Possibly. Have no idea. Manny Mua and August Gray. Just kidding. August Alsina. Don't know that one either. Me neither. Uh, um, I mean Lana seems like the person that I mean, as stupid as it sounds, she'll fit right in with that specific cast of people. Uh, Dennis Rodman is always a joy to come across on anything. Um, just by this is how fucking insane, fucking ridiculous he is. And Storm Daniels, she'll probably get fucked as usual. Um, so your opinion on Lana joining the surreal life? I mean, a, I think that's that that's more or less reflective of the the amount of talent she has. And B, she's not even pretending to be like be a wrestler at this point. She's just like, all right, I'm gonna lean into this media whore thing. Well, yeah, might as well. I mean, obviously yeah. she's gonna get paid for this. She's gonna have some yeah, kind yeah. of income. Rusev isn't gonna fucking make the uh, cater to her ass. I mean, I probably would, but he's not going I mean, to. <laughs> and I probably would if I looked like Rusev. So uh, yes, that's that is a valid point. <laughs> Um, so I'm trying, I don't think there's a start date or anything like that, so, um, yeah, they, they don't, they don't show a start date, so, uh, yeah, the, the show consists of them living together and competing in a series of challenges. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'll admit I never have watched it, it's just not my sort of thing. But... Yeah, no, no. Uh, but... who... So, I wonder if a challenge will be between Stormy Daniels and Lana, who sucks the best cock? I wonder who, who do you I think wins? I would have wins? to assume Stormy. Uh, you never know, man. Like, just, just from, like, you know, reps? <laughs> <laughs> she got the chicken neck. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you have to work for that, I think. Uh, I mean, is it really work? Is it really yeah, They work? say if you love what you do, uh, you never work a day in your life. Yeah. That's one of my favorite quotes. Uh, I, I don't know that from experience, but I have heard. <laughs> so I've heard. Uh, so next up on the docket, we have... Uh, i got to pull it up. Uh, oh! <laughs> Velveteen Dream's first indie booking quickly pulled after Backlash. Not the WWE pay-per-view. Yesterday, uh, independent show promotion uh, SWF announced former NXT North North American champion Velveteen Dream for their home sweet home event on September 11th in New Jersey. Um, The fans weren't too fucking happy about it. Uh, multiple allegations were obviously put against uh, Dream, uh, and 
He, uh, it basically, um, a lot of backlash happened, and my guess fans are probably like, fuck that, I'm not going to support a company that uh, is going to book a guy that possibly had relations or was, what's the word I'm looking for, um, there's a specific word for it, not leading on, but, um, uh, grooming, grooming, thank you very much, yeah. uh, grooming, and, you know, I don't blame him. Uh, so SWF um, tweeted out tonight. We announced Velveteen Dream would be appearing at our home sweet home event. I believe any man can be slandered and have been through other situations in life, unrelated but untrue. Um, after after careful consideration, Dream has been removed. So yeah, they probably were getting fucking pissed off fans messaging them or tweeting at them saying, uh, "What the fuck are you doing?" Uh, so this guy's never going to work another day in wrestling ever. I wouldn't think so. No, no, there's no way. There's no there's way a, that God, I, I feel like what really hurt him was like, I mean, aside from the allegations, yes, like, you know, his explanation was kind of weird. Like it, when he came, came out and, Finally like, broke his silence. Yeah, about like, it, yeah, it wasn't like he didn't deny like having contacted yeah. and like yeah. he just sort of like took exception to little bits to the point where it's like it feels like maybe there was a little more fire there than I might have initially thought. I yeah. I didn't know obviously, but like you know people can say whatever, but like the fact that he didn't like. He, he didn't deny that he was attempting to groom. Yeah, he wasn't, like, that aggressive in denying, and he never, like, denied, like, even before, I feel like, uh, like, his explanation for, like, them getting pictures of his dick was, I got hacked, which is, like, code for, I didn't want people to find out that I sent this usually. Like, yeah. that's that's uh, that's what happened with uh, uh, Andrew Weiner back in the day when he was, like, he was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... Uh, kept getting caught like he couldn't fucking stop he had like i uh, with him it wasn't minors but like you know he was married and a politician so maybe you know <laughs> that's the wrong <laughs> reason to do that too as well like you know i'm i'm not like prudish enough that i'm categorically against people sending dick pics if they want to but like, yeah <laughs> but when you're married or to a fucking minor yeah exactly probably not the best fucking idea right that's pretty fucking a disgusting and b just fucking scummy yeah like in the case of in the case of dream it's like it's gross yes. and in the case of andrew weiner if you're that unhappy in your in your marriage just get a divorce and then do whatever the fuck you want like yeah. i i'm not i'm only taking exception with the the infidelity part of it it's unbelievable uh so yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't think Dream will be getting booked anywhere because people aren't going to want to deal with the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to get the bad rep of booking somebody of that nature. Yeah. I mean, Skrull's pretty much been blacklisted. Good. It feels like. And, you know, what he did was also shitty, but, like, I feel like Dream's... And maybe this is just, like, it feels worse because, like, 
of the sort of like the promise of like help with career and that kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like whereas like Skrull was shitty and took advantage of a drunk miner. Which yeah. is horrible, for sure, but like, you know But it was out of the country, man. Yeah. That's I, what people that the people that argue yeah. that, it's like, dude, you're fucking dumb. I I I will grant that it's a cultural thing that like where he is from there that the age of uh, consent is different in England. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make it any easier to swallow over here. Like, I get why people over here, like, you know, are squeamish about that, but people in England might be like, shrug, even though, like, if you take the age out of it, he still took advantage of a drunk person. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, like, setting aside age, what he did was still shitty. And uh, when those things... uh, Because I don't follow, like, the the rumors and stuff as closely as some people uh, from what I understand after looking into it a little more apparently people knew he was shitty um, yeah uh, which I which I didn't because I but I always enjoyed his work and didn't know about like all of that and then that happened I was like oh well I guess my villain club shirt is going in the trash uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and that's what happened and because uh, yeah I don't need to support that shit. No. Fuck no. Don't support that bullshit. Yeah. In the case of Dream, I was never a fan anyway, so I didn't have to get rid of any merch, but... Well, (laughs) Dream was... I thought he was a good worker, and then all of a sudden, like... What was it? The the Roddy feud and the Cole feud was just fucking junk. Oh, yeah. The The match was awful. And the the blow-off for the Cole feud, like was awful and really long. Yes. Like, and you would think, like, Backyard Brawl, that's the kind of thing where, like, most people can make it entertaining. Mm-hmm. And it was just fucking boring. It was just not good at all. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I agree with you that I can't see a scenario where he ends up working at, in you know in wrestling again, and mm-hmm. I'm not too bothered by it. No, I'm not bothered by it at all either. But I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised that he would try to get bookings. Because mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he he obviously saw the backlash that he was getting when the reports first came out, mm-hmm. and then for you to not fully kind of beat around the bush with it with the denial. Yeah. Like that's that's not good at, for you at all. That's not and a good I look feel, for you. Didn't he like blame like his position at NXT as well? Like I feel you have to assume your company would want you to be like if if you are like confident that you didn't do this thing, you be out in front of it. Yeah, but rather no. than just let it fester. Like no, I didn't do it. Like that's as simple as that. Yeah. That, that's only hard to say if you did do it, so. <laughs> he went into, like, I, fucking five-paragraph detail with that shit. Brutal. Uh, well, let's get into some better news. Um, WWE will air SummerSlam live in movie theaters nationwide. I love this idea. Um, AEW has done something similar in the last two, two pay-per-views, Revolution, Double or Nothing. 
Um, here's the presser uh, that they released. Uh, WWE and Iconic Events releasing today announced a new partnership that brings SummerSlam, WWE's biggest event of 2021, to movie theaters nationwide for the first time. The event will air on live Saturday, August 21st at 8pm. We'll get into that point in a few minutes. Uh, and will be one of the first sporting events held at full capacity at Allegiant Stadium. <clears throat> and the first time it will be held at an NFL venue. Iconic has a stellar track record of bringing people together to experience live events in a unique manner, said Melody Yam, WWE Senior Vice President. Global Strategy and Business Development... Uh, we're excited to partner with their team to deliver the uh, to deliver the WWE Universe a new way to watch our biggest event of the summer live on the big screen. Even though they used to do it back in the day, Iconics Events releasing <laughs> is proud to be the partnership to be in partnership with WWE to bring the incredible brand to movie theaters coast to coast," said Iconic CEO Steve Bunnell. SummerSlam is a marquee event that demands to be seen on the big screen with big sound in an auditorium full of excited fans. Uh, so, how do you feel about it being aired in movie theaters, John? I think it's a cool idea, and I, prior to this news, I was planning on just watching it on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and I might still end up doing that, but there's there's now a chance that I will I will make the trip and because uh, it seems like a cool setting, and I uh, I don't take a lot of notes. I tend to just sort of try to mentally remember what I'm what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. So like I it won't change my experience all that much. Although I would imagine with with something like that, people would be respectful for for writing and shit. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm sure you have the couple assholes, but... Yeah. So, um, you're in Colorado, correct? I am, yeah. Okay, so do you have movie theaters that is like a movie theater restaurant? Like, where they... Uh, bring, like, Sin Bar, I think, is okay. our right. take that's, on that. Yeah. That's a place that I would want to go to for this type of thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, eating a fucking big-ass plate of fucking nachos... Oh yeah, you yeah. know what I mean, shit like that. Yeah. Like it, in, especially because it's going to be a long show. Oh yeah, sorry, it's so probably you're want four hours. Mm-hmm. And that, the, yeah, it's 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 really cool. I, around here we have Chunky's Cinema. Um, the one closest to me, unfortunately, closed down for a fucking Planet Fitness, you motherfuckers. <laughs> um, but uh, the nearest one is like a 45 to an hour drive for me, so I unfortunately don't get to go to those. But yeah, that that's the type of movie theater that I would personally want to go to. Sit down and like, obviously they're going to have the lights on and shit. I don't think it's going to, if they would dim the light, I mean, maybe dim them, but to turn them completely off like you're in a movie, I kind of don't see that happening for this type of thing. Because the, cl- the 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 people watching are gonna be loud. Like when a big spot happens, people are gonna fucking talk. Oh again. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I could definitely see that being. But uh, yeah, I I fucking love this idea. I absolutely love this. This is fantastic. So on to the next portion of this article that I just found out today. <laughs> SummerSlam is on a fucking Saturday. I found out when you told me, so... Um, 
Yeah, when I because I, I record NXT, I don't watch it live. I was like, when they when they did the announcement for Takeover 36, I was like, wait a minute, Sunday? What? Am I missing something here? And then I looked it up and I was like, they're doing it. They're doing a fucking pay per view on Saturday. And I will, I will grant you that I don't always pay attention when they plug their upcoming show, so I didn't even like, uh, didn't well, even process it. Well, the thing is too, where it's five weeks away, they don't, they, like, they don't plug it a crazy amount like they do when it's like two weeks or one week away. Mm-hmm. But like, seriously, when NXT said, "Oh," the, and then Vic Joseph came out and said, "Oh," the day after SummerSlam Sunday, I was like, "Wait, huh?" Totally so, threw me off guard. A thought that I just had while we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. If they were planning the movie thing for a little bit, like the movie theater thing, maybe they thought people would be more likely to go out on a Saturday night. Uh, yeah, but I don't I don't know if they... I, I, don't, I don't see them moving it just for that reason. You know what I mean? If it's something that had been in the works, like just in case like yeah. they couldn't get fans in. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's like, well, we already have this lined up. Let's just sort of keep it keep it here so that we can sort of like you know we can have our thing here. Like you know things have opened up and we can have the live event the way it was meant to be. But also we had this sort of like contingency plan in case you know that mm-hmm. didn't happen to yeah. have it in theaters and have that more communal experience. So maybe they're just sort of trying to do both things since you know. Yeah. Who, who knew what the world was going to look like? Well, yeah. <laughs> if we even still make it to them. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that's a pretty badass thing, in my opinion. Uh, it's it's very old school. It's like closed circuit telev- closed circuit shows back where back and before you could fucking, you know, you, you could, or uh, like, yeah, it's, it's fucking wild. It's weird. And that's... As someone who's actually never been to a uh, to a live show, like it just hasn't happened in my life. Really? Uh, it would be the closest thing that I, I've I've had to that. Okay. So you know, nice. Event eventually I'll do the thing, but mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I feel like anytime they're coming around, it's like you know, Raw's happening, and I'm like, do I want to sit through Raw, like <laughs> without the ability to fast forward through the bits that I don't want to see? Okay, so I'm all right, I'm gonna look up Colorado to see because they have the list of uh, Alamo Draft House Sloan's Lake Denver, Colorado, and Harkins Theater Arvada, Colorado. I I, I know of the uh, of the Alamo. Okay. Uh, um, so. and and they're a restaurant too. So. Oh, nice. So you're golden. You're all set. Yeah, yeah. Take a trip over to Denver for SummerSlam. I just have to. Uh have to uh, convince my daughter that that they'll have food that she likes because she'll occasionally watch a little bit of wrestling with me like yeah. just if I'm watching it she wants to hang out mm-hmm. um, but yeah maybe we'll do the thing oh, nice. and uh, she, she should be back by then because so, she had her first shot a week or two ago nice. I think. nice yeah I mean it's five weeks away so yeah yeah. A, yeah <laughs> cool uh, so for our Massachusetts listeners or some of our hosts, uh, Showcase Cinema de Lou, Patriot Place, Foxborough, uh, Showcase Cinema de Lou, Lowell, and Lowell, Mass. 
Showcase Cinema, Delu, Blackstone Valley, Millberry, uh, Showcase Cinema in Randolph, Mass, and Showcase Cinema in Wuban. Never uh, even heard of Showcase Cinema. Yeah, that, that's a, it's a New England uh, movie theater. Uh, gotcha. let's, let, let's see if I got New Hampshire in here. Uh, nope. Well, that sucks. <laughs> How far are you from Mass? Uh, I'm literally seven minutes from the border. Uh, but the Lowell one, that would take me about 45 minutes to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be close to that, to getting to the Alamo, just because like the metro area is pretty pretty spread out mm-hmm. uh, in Colorado, just because a lot of fucking land. Yeah. Pretty cool that doing it at the Patriot Place, though. It's pretty cool. I like that. I like that shit. Um... <laughs> So any any else any any other thoughts on this or do you have any news anything like that John? Uh, I do not and uh, yeah I would just echo echo the uh, idea as this this goes that it's a cool idea and you know has me considering changing up my uh, my summer slam plans so you know it's good to throw that out there <laughs> indeed throw you for a whim like haha bitch you're coming here right. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, if that's the case, uh, John, are you ready? Uh, I am. All right, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the NXT Rundown. Show starts with the end is here playing as we recap, recap the feud of Samoa Joe and Karrion Cross. Uh, sure enough, Samoa Joe comes out when we go live and he is in Street Fight-esque clothing. Hmm. Uh, he says TikTok guess who's coming to smash your cock I mean clock Regal rushes out saying you cannot call out superstars you know what we agreed to and Joe cuts him off saying I do know what we agree I do know and it was unless provoked and I'm provoked and him and Regal are like like a fucking tongue lick away from each other (laughs) (laughs) uh Regal says you were a referee, and Joe replies, you're going to explain semantics to me? Cross is out of control, and I'm here to put him under control. Regal says Cross is on his way, and things will not get out of hand, and I want it resolved peacefully. Joe then goes on to say, out of respect I have for you, I can guarantee tonight will be the end of this, but I cannot guarantee it will end peacefully. And I guarantee tonight, someone is going to sleep. Joe leaves, and Regal looks really fucking pissed off. How did you feel this was for the start of this week's NXT episode? Uh, I thought that Joe's part of it was very well done and he's he's always a fucking killer promo so that, yeah. there's nothing surprising about that mm-hmm. and i i thought that regal's uh portion was well performed but his logic was like the the logic of the character was really fucking stupid like <laughs> the idea that like because he was wearing a different shirt being provoked didn't di- didn't matter didn't make any fucking sense to me but yeah okay yeah, I, I kind of thought the same thing. I was like, wait, just because he was a ref and he got attacked doesn't mean he can't retaliate? Right, and famously, you're not supposed to fucking, like, 
touch the refs. Yeah, so, you get like, fines for that. Yeah, like, it, <laughs> it just, that part of it didn't, like, didn't sit well with me from a logic standpoint, but I thought Regal performed it well. Like, yeah. you know, he did a good job with the delivery. I just felt like they could have thought through the motivation a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was, I thought it was good. I thought the, the back and forth was good. Because mm-hmm. while Regal's trying to keep it a professional thing, that him and Joe agreed to this, but again, just the the just because Joe was a referee, he can't be attacked. He can't attack back. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, the concussionator Zia Lee cut <laughs> the promo, building up tonight's women's match for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, what's your thought on uh, Zia Lee, John? I think Zaylee sucks. Okay. What do you think of her ass? Better than her work? Better than her work, but there are <laughs> asses I would rather see. <laughs> One of them might be uh, Raquel's next challenger, so <sighs> I feel like they were heavily hinting at that. But yeah. Yeah. Well, well, more on that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Diamond Mine members Tyler Rust and Roderick Strong are here and they're taking on Bobby Fish and Kushida. Uh, but for, before Diamond Mine gets the ring, Kushida Fish blindsides Diamond Mine as they were coming out. Uh, Russ gets tossed over the top and on top of Roddy as we go to commercial, leaving Fish and Kushida in charge of the beginning of the segment. Match has officially begun as we come back, and Fish is working over Strong. Uh, tag Team Roundhouse by Kushida and Fish gets a two. Kushida goes for an arm trap bulldog, but Strong ain't having it and reverses it into a backbreaker. Back elbow, two roundhouses and a corner splash gets Fish control, but Strong holds on to Rust as Fish goes to T-Bone. Him and Fish lets go, tries to kick Strong, but Strong moves, and Russ hits a running forearm to Fish's neck. Then on the outside, Strong back back suplexes Fish onto the apron. Very nice axe kick by Russ, gets a two. Uh, He got really fucking high on the jump. Uh, Fish takes a (laughs) fuck ton of heat. Uh, Rust ends up flinching at Kushida, and Fish takes advantage, hitting a spine buster, and in comes Kushida. Hits a back elbow, and then the hip toss cartwheel drop kick combo, and Strong goes for a sunset flip, but Kushida rolls through, hitting a buzzsaw kick. Kushida goes for the big punch, but Rust reverses into a sunset flip snapmare. Um, Rust boots him in the face, runs off the ropes, and Kushida leaps and locks in the hoverboard lock, and Rust has no choice but to tap out. John, how do you feel? Uh, I feel like the action of the match was good, but they have yet to give me a reason to actually give a shit about the diamond mine. Yeah. Like, I feel like Roddy quitting and then coming back he should be making more of an impact than he is. Oh, 100%. Like, and the Bobby Fish is right there. Pin Bobby Fish, man. <laughs> I like Bobby Fish, but they're not going to do anything substantial with Bobby Fish. So he might as well be taking that pin, and you can have Diamond Mine be a little bit stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, it's... 
NXT always runs into this issue with me. Uh, a non-tag team beat a fucking stable. Oh, yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It really doesn't. Or even even in that case, it's not a title match, so have Kushida job to Roddy or Russ, whoever he's going to be working the bell with. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't understand why this happens. Like, uh, I want to say the first time Legato had a six-man tag match, they lost. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I, 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 I could... I could throw in um, uh, Undisputed Era in with the War Games match because they lost that, but that's kind of a... That was okay because it's like the the style of a match. It's not a two-man... It's not a four-man, two people on opposite sides of the ring. It's a clusterfuck in a War Games match. Mm-hmm. But still, the faction lost twice in War Games. Um... I just, I fucking hate when they do this. I don't like it. Because then, like like you said, too, they just came in as a fucking stable. Right. Two or three weeks ago. Have them win. Give them the momentum that they need if you want to do something with this group. Indeed, because, yeah, at this point, like, if they broke up next week, I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, why would I care? What makes me care about this group? Sure as hell ain't Malcolm Bisquick. <laughs> Tell you that. Indeed. He cuts a good promo, but if the if the group can't back up what he's saying, what's the fucking point? And even their like their wins have not been that impressive. Like Roddy wasn't like Roddy's usually really entertaining and no. Yeah. It just sucks. Yeah, I... I don't know, man. Undisputed Era, Roddy was super, super entertaining. It was fantastic. And now he's just... I don't know. He's just diamond mine, Roddy. Yeah. Like, it's like, Undisputed Era, Robbie? Roddy? Diamond mine, Roddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that's really what it looks like. It, 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 it seems that way right now. I mean, yeah. I, listen... Am I completely gone on Diamond Mine? Absolutely not. But I just hate seeing a stable, a brand new stable, lose to a non-tag team. Hate it. I feel like they are digging themselves a hole with it, though. They need to, like, you know... Are they digging for diamonds? But not finding them. (laughs) It's an empty Diamond Mine. Oof, brutal. Uh, we go to the outside, and L.A. Knight and his butler Cameron <laughs> Grimes pull up in the white Corvette, and Knight is yelling at Grimes because he went a different way, and they would have been here ten minutes sooner. Grimes says he would have been here quicker with his Rolls Royce, too. Uh, Knight tells Butler to get his bags. Uh, for some reason, there's four luggage bags in the trunk for just showing up for a couple hours of TV. I mean, it's okay, because they were all clearly empty. But. Oh, God, it was so terrible. One zip, one zipper in the bag was, like, halfway open, and there was nothing. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Uh, Grimes is, has a little trouble with the luggage, and walking up is Drake Maverick, and he asks if he can help him, and does so, but Grimes tell him 
tells him, no, no, stop, man. I, I, I got it. I, I got myself into something. Knight sees this and tells him not to continue. Drake says, by the looks of it, he needs all the help he can get. Knight says, and I love this line, you're going to need all the help you can get if you keep talking. Love that comeback. This creates friction, <laughs> and Knight challenges Drake to a match later on tonight, and he accepts. So, <clears throat> Grimes fumbling all the luggage would kind of made me laugh a little bit. It, it was good physical comedy. Yeah. I, yeah. I wish they had put a little bit of something in it just to make it seem less like they were so obviously empty. But. Like, have it unzip and have a shit ton of stuff, like, drop on the floor. Yeah, even if just one of them had been, like, set up to do that. The other three can be empty, and yeah. you could have that one play the physical prop, and it would have worked yeah. a little better. But uh, it was well-performed. Cameron Grimes is a funny guy. This week's stuff with them was okay, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, <clears throat> so we go to a promo pa- or a video package, and we get the announcement that TakeOver 36 will take place on Sunday, August 22nd. Again, super fucking weird that they switch nights. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we get a promo from Odyssey Jones He's in action tonight for the breakout tournament. We then go to Samoa Joe pacing in front of windows, waiting for Cross to show up. Finally, more wrestling. Frankie Monet with Jesse Kamea Kamea versus Jace Jane. Excuse me. Matt starts and Fuckface Stone is all of a sudden at ringside and he's with Jesse. Uh, Monet hits double knees in the corner. Mandy Rose then shows up and sits on the commentator's table. Tight leather, Mandy. I'm okay with that. <laughs> that That's good stuff right there. Or as Vince McMahon would say, such good shit. Uh, Jace sees Rose and hits a neckbreaker as if she was looking to impress her. Uh, Monet gets back advantage back glam slam and that's all she wrote for Jace Jane and that was it for the segment the match sucked I don't like Frankie Monet no she's she has, again another thing that has like um, I'm not invested she hasn't shown me anything in the ring that show, that tells me that she's going to be able to put on really good matches uh, and uh, that's kind of disappointing and she really yeah. needs to get rid of that cutout in her stomach. Really good oh, yeah. for that. It's not a good look. No. But yeah, she's she's like I only remember two matches. Maybe she had a third that I'm completely forgetting. But like I remember her debut match. Yeah, her, and she uh, had the debut match and then she had the um uh encore match and then this one. But yeah, like each match that I've seen her in there are two things I can say about them. They're not good matches, and she is the less Im- less impressive looking performer in the matches. Like it, it's making me want to see the people she's wrestling against beat beat her because yep. they can at least wrestle. Yep. And I fucking hate her theme song. <laughs> Attractive, but. I mean, again, give me give me a ma- give me a good feud with her and somebody that can work, and let's see what she can do. 
it's it's been she's been here uh, i mean we got vignettes god i want to say two months ago started it started when she debuted uh i want to say three weeks after the vignettes and the past five weeks haven't really shown me much mm. i don't like it yeah I'm, I'm right there with you give me something to sick my teeth into that's all i want we then go to dinner time with Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. Uh, Mackenzie asks how Johnny is doing since his loss last week. Says he's doing okay, and Theory then says he hasn't slept in weeks. Oh. <laughs> Johnny says, that was last week, and that's an unrelated incident. Huh. That, I have a feeling, is going to... Um, that that could be something, or it could not be something. Yeah, it could just be a throwaway line. Yeah, but it, it's interesting that. But I feel like that was like the whole reason theory said that was to put that line in there, or mm-hmm. and also make theory look dumb. Right, right. Which so. seems seems to be a the the main function of his character as a whole. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Kyle O'Reilly then walks up. Uh, he confronts Theory about his comments last week, saying Kyle was sitting down crying to Wade Barrett about his loss. <laughs> Johnny and Theory look at each other, and they just laugh a little bit. <laughs> uh, Kyle says, I'm in a fighting mood tonight. Theory asks him if he's challenging him, and Kyle says, yes, yes, I am. I'm going to go put my uh, my wrestling boot, or his, his work shoes on. Is that what he says? Uh, and then Theory says, you're on. Johnny then informs Theory if he wants to be like Papa John, he needs to go in and alone on this one. Johnny slaps his ass and says, go get him, champ. Theory stands there and looks really fucking lost. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about Johnny and Theory's uh, chemistry as a team? I think I think they're, they're very good. Uh, when when they you know given time together they uh, they bounce off each other they're both pretty amusing for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I want to take a moment to say that I fucking hate Kyle Riley's character right now. <laughs> He's a douchebag and I want him to lose. He's a good wrestler but his character sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's... listen, I I, I get it, I get that they want to kind of separate him from Undisputed Era. But the way he was in Undisputed Era was basically like badass, but somewhat goofy Kyle. This is kind of just like annoying, not really good at cutting promos O'Reilly. Like he can cut them, but they're just kind of meh. He's he's just a guy who like feels like he is trying too hard to be cool. Yeah. Like like he probably gave himself the nickname Cool Kyle. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. That's bad when you give yourself the fucking nickname. Right. That's really bad. <laughs> that, that's the vibe I get from him. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Back to the better portion of the segment. Yeah, yeah. Theory and Johnny, uh, like you said, I feel they, like exactly like you said, they bounce off of each other so well. 
and Theory playing the the dumber of the two works fantastic because we yeah. all know Johnny's smart. So it's I feel they they're playing the way gimmick fantastically. Which, apparently, uh, Johnny is just incrementally inching himself more face too. Oh, oh, it's there. We're there. We were there as of last week when he lost to yeah, Cross. Right, but, but last week it could be attributed to the fact that everyone hates Terry and Cross. True, <laughs> that, that is true. This this week, divorced of that, it's still like, oh no, he's he's likable. <laughs> Although to be fair, I also like heel Johnny Gargano because he's funny as shit. But yeah, oh absolutely. I, honestly, it's they they had a little trouble at first with how they wanted him to be a heel, and mm-hmm. then it finally hit, and it took off. It fucking rockets rocket launched. So the way is fucking fantastic, and I really want one of their shirts. Uh, Wade Barrett has a sit-down with former NXT North American champion Bronson Reed. Uh, how has losing the North American championship affected your life? Boo-hoo, I'm Bronson Reed. I'm going to cry about losing the championship. Uh, uh, I need to push forward. He has a match with Adam Cole. He, yeah, he has a match with Adam Cole. He will finish the job that he started last week when they went at it a little bit. More on that a little bit later for the match announcement. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Austin Theory. Actually, before we get that, what's your th- have you given your thoughts on Reed? Uh, I'm not a big fan. No? <laughs> um, no. I, uh, like, his promos don't do much for me. His in-ring does less for me. Okay. I mean, I, you, you, you don't like his work? Not really. No? Like, I, I think he's kind of boring. Is it like, because he just fats into people? Yeah, kind of. Like... <laughs> I just, I. Not your style. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't like the big meaty people who can't do much other than like be big meaty people. Like Keith yeah. Lee is a big meaty guy who can do a lot of cool shit. Yes. Ronza Reed's a big meaty guy who just is kind of there. <laughs> well, he was in the breakout tournament, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Austin Theory. Uh, I liked the beginning of this match because Kyle keeps trying to wrestle, but Theory keeps escaping and like outsmarting Kyle, and eventually <laughs> hits a back suplex to get the upper hand. Um, Kyle hits a knee and rolls Theory through and runs off the ropes, looking like he's going to for going for a PK, but stops and slaps Theory in the mouth. Kyle gets in his groove, but gets his groove going. But Theory hits a Rolling Thunder blockbuster for a two. Rolling Thunder dropkick attempt, but O'Reilly jumps and catches him in a heel hook. But Theory quickly scurries to the ropes. Uh, jump over stomp, pull up fisherman suplex gets a two for Theory. I really like that spot. It's different because you know you you got all these spots that are like in the ring boom 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 where his starts by him jumping over the rope and stomping on your chest something a little Mm -hmm. different uh kick and knee strikes with a leg sweep running forearm running knee in the corner 
pull out and double underhook suplex immediately into an arm bar, then switch to an ankle lock, but Theory barely gets to the ropes. Kyle goes for another running knee, but Theory moves and hits a burning hammer spin-out slam for a very close to, then hits a leg trap suplex brain buster on his knee for another two. Theory takes the takes the stairs apart outside, and apparently this triggers Kyle due to a flashback of Adam Cole brain busting him. And O'Reilly just starts putting the licks to Theory. O'Reilly hits the knee drop back inside onto Theory's knee, throws on a knee bar, and Theory taps out, leaving Kyle O'Reilly your winner of the match. Thoughts on this one? Uh, I enjoyed the match. Uh, uh, I thought that the spot with the stairs, like, it felt heavy-handed. Like, for the story they're telling with Kyle, it felt like they could have, like, milked that for a little more and, like, made it a little bit less on the nose. Yeah. Um, And also, he's a douchebag and I want him to lose. (laughs) (laughs) I was pushing for Austin Theory to win this. Mm Mm-hmm. I've kind of come around on Austin Theory. At first, I was kind of like, yeah, but that's also because he was NXT and then got called up to Raw, and then you didn't see him for months, and then he ended up back in NXT, and they gave him a good storyline, and putting him in the way, I feel he obviously fits very well, and his work has really come along. Um, I, I feel that... I feel... When he was just Austin Theory all day, Austin Theory, mm. it didn't, it just didn't work for him. And that can be somebody's Grim Reaper, so to speak. If they're, if they're, if, if, if people don't go with it and enjoy the gimmick, you're fucked. And luckily, he kind of, got out of that situation and got in with Johnny and I think it's been pretty good so far mm-hmm. yeah sometimes it's just a matter of like finding that character that you can do mm-hmm. yeah. like yeah and, and he, then, play, he plays an idiot pretty well <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah I, the match was good uh, I thought Theory did a very good job and I I feel Theory, Theory's pretty young still. I want to say he's only like 24 years old. Maybe even younger. But... Excuse me. Uh, He's got... If he continues to do what he's doing, he's got a hell of a career ahead of him. Mm -hmm. So... Dak and Rack are here for dinner time. Uh, Mackenzie asked Raquel about her match against Zaylee tonight. Raquel says basically she's not scared of Zaya, she's not scared of Boa, and she's not scared of that thing that just sits down all the time. Uh, <laughs> like that. Um, it's and Dakota then says Zaya will pay for stealing the spotlight last week. Do you notice Dakota just looks looks at the title more than she looks at Raquel? Hmm. Yeah, and uh, I don't remember if they had another promo promo segment or if it was during this one, but when Raquel mentions the bit about, like, 
she'll have beaten everyone. Mm-hmm. That did not make Dakota happy. <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, man. It's coming, but yeah. when is the question? I am... I am... I'm into Dakota, so, like... I would love to be into Dakota. And she's... She is old enough that I don't feel creepy saying that. (laughs) (sighs) Alright. Legato del Fantasma are in the ring for the promo, and two masked mariachis in the ring. But Escobar says they aren't needed tonight. Then what the fuck was the point of having them there? Uh, subvert expect- expectations, I think. Like, uh, uh, I mean, would you rather have heard like eight minutes of mariachi movie or music to mirror that painfully long hit row segment? Um, just to compare which one was better, kind of. But, <laughs> um, Escobar talks about his heritage of music. But he's not gracing the crowd with his music because they're not worth it. <laughs> so hit roll, I'm going to put it simple. I'm going to take that North American championship off of Swerve. Well, hit row apparently didn't like that too much because they all come out. They call Escobar's music trash. Top dollar, he's closer to a Pablo Escobar than a Santos Escobar. And he does a little rhyme. Uh, he makes a short joke. <laughs> Swerve says, in 2020, it took your whole group to stop me from getting your title, so I went and my, my, made my own group. He's going to make Santos his bitch. Oh, shit. Escobar says, you can keep your nursery rhymes, Bendejo, because I'm taking the title back to Mexico. Hit row, then take exception to this and start walking down to the ring. They get in, they banter for a few, and Wild and Raul get taken out pretty quickly, then Swerve and Escobar go at it. Escobar gets some separation, grabs one of the, stu- one of the guitars from the corner, and B-Fab ends up taking it on the backswing, hands it to Swerve, Swerve swings it, and Escobar's like, fuck this, I'm getting out of dodge. <laughs> Uh, Wild then is tossed back in the ring and Hit Row surrounds him. Uh, he tries to run but gets fucking murdered by a super kick by Ashante. And then the guitar smashed over his back. He gets out, Escobar tends to him, and end of segment. Um, who's the babyface in this situation? I assume because uh, because of the running down the crowd about the music thing I, that it's supposed to be Hit Row, maybe. But I I don't want them to win, so for me it's uh, it's Legato. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> We're on the same boat there. I, I again I I according to Troy, I apparently don't know what a cipher is. Um, uh, I don't know what a cipher is. I, I thought it was I just a like freestyle. It. Legit, that's all I thought a fucking cipher was. Was just, that's just a new word for freestyle? But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm not hip nowadays, so 
I never was. So. I'm an old 33, 32, 33. <laughs> How the fuck old am I? 33. I'm not a hip 33-year-old. Wow, that fucking sucked. I'm 33. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> I have to scroll really far now from when I have to put my age in somewhere. It makes me mad. <laughs> so, yeah, I um, I, I, I'm not a hit row person. I feel Top Dollar's lot rhyme was better than his cipher was. Um, I, I felt like some of the insults uh, that were thrown at Legato bordered on being a little racist. Eh. Well, is Top Dollar Mexican? I don't know. Or actually, Spanish maybe. Um, let's look it up. Yeah, I, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> then I will stop. Okay. WWE Top Dollar. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's go nationality. Uh, nope, I don't care about the ti- 10 highest paid wrestlers of 2020. That makes no fucking sense why that would pop in. Um, <laughs> let's go back. Uh, let's see what we got here. Um, oh, sorry, it's not Top Dollar, it's Top Dollar. Oh, yeah, of course it is. I'm sorry. Sorry. Again, there's, a, there's the non spelling you know, things correctly isn't cool. Uh, that's, that's the non-hipness in me. Uh, AJ Francis is his name. Uh, let's see. Um, Sugar Bear was one of his previous ring names. It's a ripoff from Shaggy 2 Uh He was trained by Baba and Devon. That's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. I want to see. Oh damn, he played for the New York Giants. Wow, he was a fo- ex-football player. WWE seems to like their ex-football players. Oh, actually, oh shit! You know what? He he played for the Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots. Uh, again, back to the Miami Dolphins, the Seattle Seahawks, Buccaneers, Washington Redskins, and the Giants. Huh. Uh, let's go to personal life. Um. See, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Nothing <laughs> important. But anyways, but yes, I do agree. Uh, that yes, they were they were borderline there, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like beyond the pale, but it was like kind of like skirting the line. I felt like yeah, which is fine. You you can't just straight call them you know the, uh, a slur so to speak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it's like, oh shit, we are not that, PG right now. <laughs> that 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 is entirely fair. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, how did you feel? like the the segment? It wasn't bad. I I, I kind of enjoyed it because, but then I, I just don't know who to who the actual like. If I was a child, I wouldn't know who to fucking cheer for here. I don't think I don't think this. Either of these groups are for young, like, they're for, like, you know, probably teens, but, like, yeah. a child, I don't think there's anything here to latch onto for, like, very young fans. Like, so I think that's a fair point that, like, if I'm, like, eight or nine and I'm the kind of person who gets really excited when. I bet an eight or nine year old actually really fucking digs Nikki Cross, but, um. But yeah. But yeah, there, there's nothing here for that for that kid unless that kid is like, you know, 
has a very different sort of sensibility than I did when I was that age. Yeah, and, and I mean that that's kind of what NXT aims more towards as it is, like more of the teenager, I mm-hmm. would say, um, or even I, I you could even say our age. Yeah, I I, I could see that, but, but at the at the same time, like you know, like in this scenario, it's like. I don't know who's supposed to be good here. If it's Hit Row, they didn't they they weren't very babyface like surrounding people and hitting them with guitars and such. So, yeah, maybe it's heel heel. Like <clears throat> maybe maybe you're just supposed to root for whichever group you happen to like more. Let's go ask which, Bar, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of groups, The Way is all together backstage. Candace says things have just been awful last week. Candace calls out Theory, saying, don't pick fights with people you can't beat. (laughs) (laughs) Andy then pops on and says, calm down, Candace. If he wants to kiss Dexter, let him kiss Dexter. They all are like, what the fuck is she talking about? (laughs) Um... While Candace and Johnny try to talk sense into Indy about Dexter again, Theory just looks disobedient. Did you catch what he said? I don't believe I did. Okay, I didn't catch what he said, but then he looks for the no-look high-five towards Johnny, but Johnny is busy talking to Indy. He looks fucking shell-shocked and sadly walks out of the room. Um, I hope they don't split the way. I feel it's one of the best parts of NXT every week or NXT in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I'm gonna say right now, I feel that Candice and Indy should have held those titles for a lot longer. Um, if for no other reason than someone fucking should. Yeah, and like, like where were the where were Again, Zoe and Io not on TV this week the way it was. That is entirely fair. I mean, I don't I don't miss Zoe, but No, I mean Zoe's not a bad worker, it's just her character. Me and Jason constantly talk about this all the every almost every time <laughs> she's on. Give me something to cling on to with her. And yeah, I I'm someone who is like I'm probably more concerned with the character aspects than the work aspects, yeah. unless you're like, you know, fucking just god awful. Yeah, like uh, Amos or whatever. But, <laughs> but yeah, I tend to come from it like the way I look at it. I'm I'm often sort of like more the the, the observations I make tend to be more character based than work based anyway. Yeah, you you want you want to be attracted to something. About mm. that person, exactly. Gotcha. Or, or given a reason to like care that they lose too. Whereas sometimes it's just like, I just want this person to not be on my TV because they're not <laughs> compelling. Like that's that's the worst reaction, you know. Like the Miz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we go back to Samoa Joe, who is still pacing by the door. And Regal approaches him and tells him to calm down. Joe says he respects Regal, but he knows he's going to meet Cross right at this door when he gets here. The interactions with these two were fantastic tonight. Mm-hmm. 
they're, they're both good at bringing a level of drama that I'm not always accustomed to seeing in my uh, WWE program. Yes, yes. <laughs> Hence why they're both in NXT. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Shit, and I mean, they fucking, fucking, they let go, Joe. Trips is like, no, uh, no, 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 you're, you're coming back. It's crazy to me that fucking main roster could never figure out a way to make Joe work. Well, I don't think it was... It, it sucks, because Joe was... I don't want to say injury-prone, but he got hurt in times where they were trying to do stuff with him. Like, but then he also, like, had the U.S. title for, like, three seconds, and then, like, lost it when his shoulder was still up in a weird match. Like, oh, with Ray? Ray yeah, that was... yeah. Like, he could have gotten, like... I don't. I think that was a during a rare, like, decent stretch of him being healthy, yeah. and he, yep. he could have uh, could have had a decent run with that, and made me care care more about the U.S. title than I usually do. But like that was that weird time where like our truth had it for a second, and like it was just, it was yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was what our truth, uh, Samoa Joe, Ricochet, AJ Styles, and Rey Mysterio. It was those five were all grouped together and said, all right, guys, we're going to fucking play hot potato with this belt every fucking week. Yeah, it was it was, it was was a weird time. Extremely weird. I think they were just lost on what the fuck to do, honestly. Mm-hmm. But, uh, breakout tournament match, Andre Chase versus Odyssey Jones. Uh, Andre attempts a clothesline but fails miserably. Uh, and then gets a big shoulder block by Jones, then a clothesline over the top rope. Crossbody over the top of over the top rope by Chase, and I think Jones was supposed to catch him, but he loses a balance and it almost turns out badly as they both fall to the floor. <laughs> uh on the outside, uh Jones attempts to run into uh, chase into the um, uh, trusts that they have set up, but Chase moves uh, and then slams him into the post, gets him back in the ring, and Jones standing over in the corner, corner ch- in the corner. Chase jumps over the top rope and delivers a diamond dust, then a beautiful moonsault catching Jones and gets a two count. Jones makes a comeback, hits two avalanches and an awful crossbody attack, then a version of the ba- version of a back suplex into a rock bottom, I guess. And Odyssey Jones <laughs> is moving on in the breakout tournament. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I understand that it's predetermined. We all get this. But give these guys a little more time to showcase their skills. Last week, I think the match was give or take five minutes, and I feel this one was about the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Give these guys a little time to shine in their matches. Right, given the fact that these are introductory pieces, yeah. I'm 100% on board with that idea. Like, because... What did this match really tell us about these people? Like nothing really. And <clears throat> yeah, I I was uh, I'm kind of disappointed with this breakout tournament so far. I haven't seen anything that's really 
maybe say, oh, wow, that kid's got a bright future. You know what I mean? But, I mean, we've only had two matches. We have obviously plenty more that are going to happen. But Mm -hmm. right now, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's just kind of meh right now. And so... I thought this this match was close to being bad. It was almost bad. Yeah, like it was it wasn't good. <laughs> it was it was mm-hmm. it was meh. It was just yeah. there. It was just a match that happened. We go backstage with dinner time and she's with MSK. Uh, they say they look forward to whoever stands up to them the next Yeah. Stands up to them next and that's the MSK way. Mackenzie finally asked the fucking question that everybody has wanted to know since they came into the NXT. What does MSK stand for? And Lee says, picture the year. 2015 and motherfucker Imperium (laughs) interrupts. I don't care what they have to say because I really want to fucking know what MSK stands for. (laughs) (laughs) Um, they cut a video promo. Basically, they're going to be feuding with MSK. Uh, we come back to the interview with Mackenzie and MSK, and Lee says, and that's what MSK stands for. Son of a bitch. (laughs) You motherfuckers. And they did this on purpose. Like, you got you sons of bitches. Like, why? I want to know what it stands for. Just, just to tease, tease people. Apparently, I, it better be exactly what fucking Troy said. Motherfucking smoking kids. Swear to God, if that's not what it stands for, sheer disappointment. <laughs> I, th- I thought the Imperium thing, like a getting getting the gimmick and of cutting off the story yeah. and like leaving the the viewer in suspense. Uh, I appreciated that. Like as someone who is not as invested in what it means. Um, (laughs) And I I thought, I thought their promo was fine. Like it was, you know, kind of generic heel stuff, but you know, yeah, maybe it'll get, get a crowd to actually cheer MSK. So yeah, because they don't seem to like them very much. Uh, I think it's because they fucking sent them right to the top. I think that's the that's problem. Fair. That's that's exactly what the problem is, which, in my opinion, isn't a problem because they are the best team in NXT. And then they put them against Champa, who everyone likes. Yeah. So then you're like, oh shit. <laughs> Where do we, what do we do here? But yeah, yeah. Uh, so I know you don't. Watch Impact. Did you ever see MSK before they came to NXT? Nope. No. Okay. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I get the impression from hearing like I feel like Troy had mentioned on shows about being a fan before and mm-hmm. that they were good, but yeah, I, I got nothing. They never what the fuck is Impact? <laughs> Somebody that the ratings don't even fucking matter. Um. Promo by Pete Dunn and Oni Lorcan, uh, and they challenge Old Toothless to a match next week. I'm so done with Pete Dunn's promos. 
nothing yeah, he, nothing like it, it does nothing for me and it's the same thing every fucking week yeah he's someone who does his best work in the ring even if I don't like the finger breaking shit yep which I don't to be clear oh I I could only I, I could tell by how you, I, by you saying that it's just one of those things where it's like if you were actually breaking their fingers it would have more than like a momentary effect in a match. Like, it, it's just one of those things that pulls me out in terms of, like, immersion. I got you. Understandable. I mean, I, I, I'm not all for it either. But, hey, the crowd fucking loves it, so he's going to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. So. L.A. Knight, with his butler, Cameron <laughs> Grimes, is taking on Drake Maverick. Grimes holds the rope for Knight, but he holds the bottom and middle rope like he was a lady. I fucking popped <laughs> for this. So fantastic. Knight's like, no, 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 no. No, other one. Um, Knight makes Grimes hold the title up high. Once th- He wants him to hold it up throughout the whole match, just like that. Grimes plays to the crowd. Uh, but Knight catches him and puts him in front of the commentator's table, makes him hold the belt high again. Knight with a standing fallaway slam because Drake weighs like 50 fucking pounds. Uh, <laughs> to the moon chance, and Knight leans through the ropes, tells Grimes to hold it right there. Drake drop kicks Knight into the belt face first and schoolboys him. Drake Maverick gets the win. Okay, I get the the gimmick for this was literally just more storytelling for Grimes and Knight. Mm-hmm. That's fine. This isn't gonna do anything for Drake Maverick. You wouldn't think so, no. If it does, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> Old Rockstar Spud. Goddamn. Um, Grimes is standing on the outside still and he he congratulates Drake but tells him you gotta get the fuck out of here Drake turns to run away and gets his head taken off from a clothesline by Knight Knight does a little ground and pound Grimes pulls Knight off of him saying it's over it's done Knight then says no it's your turn to hit him Grimes tries to leave but Knight pulls him back in and tells him you said you are a man of your word, and you're going to punch him in the face. Grimes reluctantly punches Drake right in the mouth. He immediately feels awful, and Knight is plenty pleased with Grimes punching him in the face. How do you like the storyline so far with Grimes and Knight? <clears throat> um... I like the comedic bits. I I liked the detail of, like, after Drake won and started celebrating, I liked Grimes was like, no, get out of here. <laughs> I, I like that little touch, but, like, overall, like, the match didn't do all that much for me. No. the but, ma- Like I said, the match was just yeah. to keep going with Grimes and yeah. And, you know, I I like little bits, but I feel like I was expecting more, I guess. Yeah. Like, it was slightly underwhelming, but it's not bad. Yeah. It, 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 again, it was just another match that was just there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was there to continue the Grimes and uh, Night Feud or Butler or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm done with Drake Maverick. He had the 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 cool comeback thing when he got laid off, released, and stuff like that. But like, ah, I don't know. I just he doesn't do it for me at all. I'm I'm done. I was fine with him. Like, like I didn't care really, but I was fine with him in in the team with Killian Dane. But yeah. like now. He's just gonna be guy guy who pops up randomly and yeah. you know. Yep. I know he's he's too like not to be someone who uh, who focuses on like the wrestler's like physical look, but he's too small to be believable as a threat for much of anything outside of like the cruiserweight division. Yeah, and <laughs> he's probably not a good enough wrestler to like be a consistent part of that so I don't yeah. know what you do with them yeah I, I don't know man like I don't know they, they it was kind of funny with Drake and killing Dane and then they fucking released Dane and it's like mm-hmm. what the fuck do you do with them now and I feel like the time like if you were going to like put the cruiserweight title on him the time would have been like when he was actually like had a little bit of heat. Yeah. 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 Make it into like the, the Cinderella story, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think you can rehash that. Like people won't care again because like, you know, he didn't get fired unless they fire him again. Like, <laughs> I don't think he's coming back again. If they fire his ass again. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, light build-up video for Zaylee and Raquel. Uh, we then get a Dodge Charger that cross-drives, pulls up, and Joe charges the car, pulls a guy out, but it's not carrying cross. Uh, the, boor, the poor fucking guy like almost starts crying and says, Cross told me to pull up the car. He's already inside. Joe charges back into the building. We then get the announcements for next week. Oh, and by the way, uh, if... If you didn't see the 50 times that they announced this, NXT will be on sci-fi for the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Why? I, is, it, is it the Olympics? I, that that must be it. I was like, I think it was some sort of sport thing, but I didn't remember which one, but Olympics would make sense. Stupid. Yeah. I can't think of a sporting event that I, I have less general interest in than the Olympics, for the record. And Beth Phoenix is all about zombies, apparently. Because every single time they brought up the fact that they were going to sci-fi for two weeks, she just kept saying zombies. Beth Phoenix has weird proclivities. She also is really into Dexter Loomis, so like, I feel like we should view any of her uh, any of her statements with some amount of suspicion. <laughs> All right, next week we get uh, Bronson Reed versus Adam Cole, Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan taking on Old Toothless. And a match I'm looking so fucking forward to. Two New England boys, Carmelo Hayes versus Josh Briggs in the breakout tournament. Now, I'm kind of disappointed because I was hoping these two were going to be meeting in the finals. (laughs) Um, But I will say this as well. 
they better give these guys ten minutes to have a good fucking match because if they do, this will could possibly be the match of this entire tournament. So Hopefully they'll see that like these first couple have been kind of meh and give them a little bit more room to yeah. uh Yeah. If not, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. I'm gonna tweet Triple H. Oh, what the fuck, man? Those are you New England guys. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like New England produces a lot of guys. Like there's a lot of schools up here. Good. That's why there is gotcha. a lot of fucking schools. Um, the 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 bet the bigger known one is chaotic. Uh, that's where Champa came from. That's where Ivar came from. Um, you know, it, it, Sasha Banks, all the big names. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, it's AG came from there as well. Austin uh, uh, August Gray, yeah. So yeah, it's uh New England's a pretty hot, pretty big hot spot for talent. I mean, I know why because Trips is from New England. He trained with oh. Kill- he was he trained with he got trained by Killer Kowalski. So it's like he knows how people are trained around here. So he's gonna keep an eye out around this area. That makes sense. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event match of the evening: Zia Lee versus Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship. We get a big shoulder block by Raquel as she screams, "I am your champion, and you will respect my fucking authority." Sorry. Uh, she said, you will respect me. <laughs> Raquel stiffs Zaya with a brutal big boot right in the fucking mouth slash shoulder. Uh, outside, Raquel hoists Zaya onto her shoulder and slams her into the buckle. But Zaya makes a little comeback, wraps Raquel's leg around the post four times, then slams her into the stairs. Uh, half crab back in the ring by Zaya, but Raquel powers out. Uh, fall away slam by Raquel and a few clotheslines and a drop kick get her a two count. Zaya hits a spinning roundhouse while Raquel is down for a two. And things get a little fucking scary here. Raquel hits the second rope twisting senton for a close two where Zaya barely kicked out. Uh, apparently Zaya got really fucked up by this uh, because medical staff and the referees start checking her out. They show a replay, and Raquel landed on her stomach, right on her midsection with her lower back. And you just saw her fucking body, like, compress into, like, two inches. Mm. Um, and it's not looking, it didn't look good. Uh, she was cringing in pain. Uh,. So after a minute or so and getting checked out, Zaya gets back up, takes the one-armed powerbomb, and that's all she wrote. Your winner, Raquel Gonzalez, still your NXT Women's Champion. Um, besides the end, how did you feel about this one? I thought this was a wrestling match, and I I didn't have much thoughts beyond that. It, it was okay. fine. It was like, it didn't... I, I feel like I've been saying that a lot this show. Like this, this was not not my favorite episode of NXT ever. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get into it once we're done with the talking about the going through the notes of the actual show. 
but yeah, it was like, I mean, if you had told me before I watched this that someone got hurt in a Zia Lee match, I wouldn't have expected <laughs> it to be Zia Lee. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that experience will get her to be a little more careful too. <laughs> Who fucking knows? But, but yeah, I don't know. This this match was, it was there. Yeah, it's. Like, I feel as I did okay. There was it was a little clustery in the corner spot that they did, where she went to kick her and it was just some. It was just a miscommunication, and then uh, Zaya's foot got caught in Raquel's gear and almost pulled her titty out. It was <laughs> it was just a it was a little rough spot. But I, I I'm not gonna sit here and say I hated this match because I didn't. Mm-hmm. It was an okay match. Again, like you said, it was just a match that was on this episode. Mm-hmm. So, and like the one week build, like yeah, makes it hard to like you know because you don't have anything like story wise that's pulling you in either. So then it's just reliant on like the match itself, and yeah. when the match is there, and and it's okay, leaving like, it to these two. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be a winner. I, so, I I think Raquel could be pulled into a great match, but I don't think yeah she. Oh not. yeah, she had a great match with Rhea. Yeah, yeah, she but she's not someone who like she can't bring someone else to a great match. Yeah. Um. Let me see. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to see if there was an update on Zia Lee's. Um. Okay. Well. Ah, well, this person's an idiot because it says this match itself was a great one to watch. Not really. <laughs> uh, I want to see. Okay, so according to Sean Ross Sapp uh, of Fightful.com, who's a pretty reliable source, uh, for those asking about Xyli, we were told she appeared okay backstage after NXT. I'm glad she's okay, because it looked like she was in some serious pain. Mm-hmm. And the stomach is nothing to mess around with. Um, my mom had diverticulitis, and she was in pain quite a bit, and that's just... That's not taking damage to the gut. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so, if she's okay, awesome. Uh, you know, it's... It's a, good, it's a good thing that she didn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. You, I, uh, I I realize that she's fucked a few people up, but you don't want to see somebody get hurt. Yeah, yeah, that that that's absolutely fair. I will say that NXT has a better track record than some other shows do of like you know stopping matches when oh yeah people get seriously hurt. So like the fact that they let her go to the finish when they could have just like made it like a a ref stoppage like yeah make makes me think it probably wasn't like obscenely serious but yeah yeah especially if they let her take a fucking power bomb right after too right she might have just uh, i don't know like i said I, I i'm not a doctor i don't know a thing i don't know a lot about the stomach but she seems okay now so that's a plus mm-hmm. let's just hope this is a lesson for her to not kick people in the fucking head Right, right, yeah. Hopefully, the experience of having that happen to you will would make you 
maybe a touch more cautious about just throwing like legit kicks at people. Oh, we'll find out next time she's in the match. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so as Raquel stands at the top of the uh, ramp, Joe comes out screaming for Cross to come out. Um, Cross ends up on the big screen, says this isn't the same place when from when you left, Joe. Things are a lot different here. He holds the title up and says, this means I can go wherever I want and hurt whoever I want. They pan down the camera, and Mr. William Regal is laid out. You motherfucker carrying cross. You do not touch royalty. I mean, he couldn't hurt Jeff Hardy, so he had to he had to find someone who was who was a little older and uh, further removed from his career. So, <laughs> oh, I think those two sci-fi episodes are pre-recorded, by the way. Yeah, I, I thought I saw like I didn't click on the article, but I thought I saw something about spoilers being out. Yeah, I think they're they're, they're pre-recorded. So that you know what, I don't, I wouldn't mind if they did this once in a while pre-record shows. Give the guys two weeks off to kind of just take some, take a little time. Either do some training, or if they even want to do fucking rest and recovery, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that motherfucker took out Regal. Uh, I want him dead. I want to put a hit out on Carrying Cross for that. Um, <laughs> he says, "Hey Joe, do you feel like you're still in control? Who provoked?" he gets in his car and just as he pulls off Joe runs out and Joe screams as we go off the air so Samoa Joe's taking that strap off of uh, Karrion Cross, yeah. huh? yeah I, I, I wondered about that like before but I I feel a lot more solid about that now oh yeah 100% and, and that's, I mean they could just do a non-title match. I don't see that happening. But this is obviously some going to be... It's going to be a stipulation match, without mm-hmm. a doubt. There's no way they don't have this lead to a stipulation match. What that stipulation is, I have no idea. Right. Uh, but... Fuck you, Karrion Cross. You don't put your hands on Mr. Regal. I'm so mad about that. <laughs> Uh, how, how did you feel about this little segment? Um, I, it's building. It's building towards uh, what I assume is going to be Joe uh, beating Carrying Cross. So I'm I'm for it. Yeah. I uh, I I don't like Carrying Cross very much. I think I've made that that apparent. <laughs> yeah. um, so like you know, I think the main thing he brings to the table is his look. Yeah. And like you know, he can sell intensity with his facials, but I don't, I don't get into the actual like the meat and potatoes of his promos all that much. I got you. Um, it feels like cookie cutter badass to me. But and uh, did you notice they didn't show Scarlet? That, that I didn't notice. The thing that I did notice is that they didn't put him in front of a crowd after the Raw debacle. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, I feel like that was a choice that was probably like fairly deliberate. But what what does it deal with that? Like Scarlet's the most compelling part of him. Like 
she is she brings the charisma. Like she bleeds fucking charisma. Oh, hundred percent. See that that's that's another reason why WWE fucked NXT by Cross getting beat by Hardy. Because, mm-hmm. like I, I think I said this on Tuesday. They fucked it because now it's like, okay, he goes up to the main roster as the, the NXT champion, and he loses. Like, now people are going to chant fucking Hardy at him. They're going to mm-hmm. chant, you know, it's it's it was a very fucking stupid move by them to make him job. I've been seeing a lot of uh, a lot of on Twitter people joking that Jeff Hardy's the NXT champion now. Like, oh. That's stupid. I don't disagree with that. Is, you, is, is that... Oh, it, it's a joke, but you also open that up for him by having like oh yeah, you know, yeah, having him lose to Jeff Hardy at this point is basically a jobber. Yeah. Yep. He was on main event for like six weeks. And losing to Jinder's henchmen. Yes. That that's another that's another thing, dude. And then he comes out. What does that say? He, he he loses to Jinder's henchman and then comes out and beat your third company's champion. Unreal. Yeah. Stupidity. Um, so, I wonder how Regal is going to stand now for Joe not beating <laughs> up Gary Cross. <laughs> One would hope this would get him on board. Uh, I swear to God, for the finish, if William Regal does not hand Joe a pair of knucks, there's no point in this match happening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, all right. uh, I ask this question at the end of every episode. If I had 10, 15 minutes to go back and watch one match from this episode, what am I going back to watch? Uh, I'd say you're going back to watch Austin Theory and what's his fucking name? Kyle O'Reilly. Sure. <laughs> it was such a good match. John couldn't remember his name. <laughs> uh, he's just the douchebag that I don't don't want to see win. Like, <laughs> so his name doesn't matter. This episode was very blah. Mm-hmm. Nothing really. I, I I feel they ended it with the regal thing. Because I think they knew, like, this isn't really a blockbuster, so to speak, show or episode of NXT. Um, I literally fell asleep about halfway through the show, and (laughs) I had to finish it later, which is not not the norm. Normally, I really enjoy NXT, and I look forward to doing the show. And I was watching this episode, and I was just like, man... This isn't that good. No no joke. I paused halfway through and took a nap and then woke back up and finished. Wow. It's yeah, this was not a super spectacular episode of NXT, but the Kyle and Theory match was pretty good. Mm. Imagine how much worse it would have been without the Joe and the Joe stuff. Oh my like God. This like this would have been just a I would have skipped this week of NXT run. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had to figure out how to do a solo show. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's pretty much going to do it for us here. 
Don't forget to go to rundownwrestling.com. Click the vote for the hottest AEW, AEW female tournament. Put your votes in. Um, and, uh, yeah. Subscribe. Tweet at us. Interact with us, peeps. We love doing it. I might not check my Twitter immediately, but I will check it, I promise. And reply. <laughs> oh, that being said, uh, do you know how to close this one out, John? Uh, I believe it is something along the lines of will NXT you NXT you next week? Is that right? Good enough for me. Alright. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Thank you, John, for joining me. Have a good night, guys. Thanks for having me. Bye. been listening to a rundown wrestling network production please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows as well as our other special events keep it locked there or subscribe to the rundown wrestling network on itunes spotify google podcast stitcher premium or anywhere you get your podcast from leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundown wrestling slash message join our patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling, and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash thesalzereffect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>